Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I need to get Stephen A. Smith's tailor. I love that pink jacket with the blue, the blue tie, and the white shirt today. Listen, brother, when you're making $15 million a year. I know. You can afford he, whatever kind of tailor not, and whatever kind of suits you want. He's not wearing the, uh, you know, J.C. Penny $40 blazer. No. But that, um, that's sharp. By I mean, the way, get uh, like that. I mean... I don't I don't remember the name of it, but I know he's got a new podcast here on Odyssey. Yeah, if you search the Odyssey I it's app, three you'll days find a it. week. Good for him. Something like that. At least he's getting paid. Love it. But um boom. But you know what though? People coming to look for Stephen A. Smith on the Odyssey app can find us on the Odyssey yes. app of the Team Nine Eighty for Absolutely. free. We're always live. How about that? You don't have to pay for Stephen A. Smith. Yes. You can get him free on the Odyssey app, just like you can get me and Chris. So, see, we got that in common with Stephen A. You can get us free just like Stephen A. Exactly. On the Odyssey app. Something that we have in common with Stephen A. Coming, a, coming up, we'll touch on the Nationals and the Capitals. Capitals with an exhibition victory last night. Darcy Kempner went the route, and uh, certainly their hopes for 2022-23 pin uh, on him uh, in between the pipes as Washington uh, makes a significant change uh, there. But uh, real quick, <laughs> Thursday night game uh, coming up tonight, and uh, – uh, another solid Thursday. Also, by the way, we didn't meant to touch on this. Looks like Landon Collins. Yes, uh, as you hit on the trending. Uh, no, actually, I forgot that. Yeah, I, gonna, I told you, and I forgot to sign them, yeah. with his old club. Yep. not the Commanders. With the Giants. Yeah. With the Giants. I'll be interested to see how they utilize him, though. It, to me, that's the more intriguing thing. How will they utilize him? Will it be as a linebacker, or more as a? Because if they try to put if they try to put him back there as a safety. Teams are going to try and throw at him. Not, I mean, that, you, not that he's going I mean, to play a would, lot of snaps right now. Right. You would think, but but look, Landon Collins can't be so stubborn to not realize, hey, dude, the best, I mean, you, you just have to be used in the box primarily. You're not a covered safety, and you never were when you were good. Now you're whatever you are. Look at how... You played when they made the switch in Washington last year. Whether we call you a safety or linebacker, that's a matter of semantics. You're a football player. That's what it is. Just and, call everybody a football player. And 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 that and that's fine. Just like in basketball now, we don't have really right. one, two, three, four, and five right. anymore. We ba- we put five basketball players on the floor and right. go to battle. I mean that th- that's fine. You know, just like <sighs> somebody comes in your area, cover them. Somebody comes in your area, tackle them. Right. I mean, it's a real simple deal. Yeah, and as far as the Thursday night game goes, uh, oof, injuries. 
Yeah. No um, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, uh, no Darius Leonard or Shaq Leonard, whatever they're calling him. Uh, Isn't it cool to be named Shaq? Yeah. I want to change my name to Shaq. Yeah. Shaq Shaq matters. Chris Russell. All right. Shaq daddy. Um, So no Jonathan Taylor, no Shaq Leonard for Indianapolis. Uh, Javante Williams is out for the rest of the year with the torn ACL. Uh, Denver was already without Tim Patrick. They lost him in training camp. Melvin Gordon's fumbling all over the yes. place. Uh, and, and, he, and so here's the thing. This Thursday night game, you know, because Indianapolis is maybe more hampered than Denver, but Denver's pretty hampered too. This has the – I mean, if Denver's offense does not get going and wake this, up – This could be like a – you're going to end up doing more shopping on Amazon tonight than you are watching this yeah, game. Yeah, well, this – well, what it reminds me of the last time two weeks ago that we saw Denver in primetime on Sunday Night Football against San Francisco. What was the final score of that game, 11 to 10? Yeah. I mean, that, I, now, now that being said, knowing how wacky the NFL is, it'll be 38-35 tonight. And nobody will be able to stop anybody. But Denver's defense is way, 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 way too good, I think, to get into a a, a shootout. But my goodness, I mean, you know, this is where, like, and we're going to face this next Thursday, regardless of what happens, win or lose, this Sunday. In all likelihood, Jahan Dotson probably will not play next Thursday. Um <clears throat> We don't know what other injuries are going to come up between now and then, but I mean, it could be a, another three or four names on Sunday that are added to the mix. And Pete, think about it, right? Guys that might be able, might be able to play on Sunday because you play on Thursday and because you have to essentially make that decision on Wednesday in terms of who you're bringing, who you're not bringing. Some guys, obviously, you bring because you think there might be a chance. You don't have to make that decision until Thursday evening. But that quick turnaround, man, all of a sudden, everybody's, like, laughing at the Chicago Bears. <laughs> just, but listen, that could be an Justin ugly 13-10, 16-13, yes. field goals, 15-12 type but game. But you could easily lose that yes. game, is my point, just simply based on, yes, the fact that Carson Wentz isn't any good. Yes, the fact that the coaching staff isn't the right coaching staff. You could easily lose that game just simply because you might not have five or six guys that aren't even 100% banged up, but because it's the short week and the quick turnaround, they might not be ready. 301-230-0980. Let's go to the phones, get the pulse of the people, start things off on line one with our guy, Little. What's up, Little? Oh, man, top of the morning, gentlemen. Let me be quick for the phone cop. Get me. <laughs> hey, man, look, all that innovative y'all was talking about, this coordinator sitting back here and all the innovative stuff about, this, about these players, man. He want to do what he want to do. And that's what my man, Paulie 757, be talking about. But look, scuttlebutt, let me get back to Daniel Snyder. This month is October, gentlemen. This is the new fiscal month. All the billion, all the billionaires getting that money together. They're getting that money together. Next October, Snyder be up out of here. Trust me what I'm saying. A little scuttlebutt. And look, Tell Doc if I'm right, I want me a gift certificate for cut to Carmines. We're going to get it together. Hey, look, I got to check combines. out. Hey, no, hold on. Let me go. Let me say this. Combines. I got to check out them turkey them turkey balls from Carmines on top of pie, pasta. Man, you talking about them seasoned turkey balls? Woo. 
I hear you, little. It's, hey, hey, it's all. It's always I about. Glen, I got that from Glenn Carlson. Yeah, and y'all talking about something good, man. Go, go, go try, um, Chris and Pete. I, let, let, me, let, me, oh, let me, let me, let me just say this. One of the best parts of Glenn Consor's Wizards post game shows yeah, three, four man. years ago that's, that's, was, was the Call Minds, was the Call Minds gift certificate. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was just precious. Hey, look, look, hey, look. He stopped having them. Um, you know how you do the little things after the game. He do the, you know, the quizzes to see who's gonna win. You said, little man, you get everything yeah. right, man. I I've been to Carmine's all with Chris about four or five times, man. I, I hear you, man. I you know listen. Let, hey, look, I wait for I wait for him to get on the get on the get on the broadcast after the game because he know I'm calling. There you go. Hey, look, hey, look, Wizards, y'all stay up, man. Thank stay you, up, little. man. Thank man. You, pal. Let's, let's just keep hope alive, man. See what oh, happens. Yeah, Thank you, little. Football, almost every Wizards game. Food with little. Yeah, almost every Wizards game. All not every because there's some conflicts with Maryland and whatever. Almost every Wizards game here on the Team 980. Almost everyone. Mm-hmm. And you could listen to Klein Consor on the post-game show. And you could maybe, I don't think they do the the uh, Carmine's, gift, Carmine's gift certificate anymore. I can't even, like I'm from New York. I have a thick accent at times, you especially. What's the matter? I you can't say do, call mine. I, I cannot do the Glenn Consor. You, you, you uh, can't say call mine. No, I can say call mine. Call mine. Let, let me tell you a quick story. You want a quick story about Carmine's? Call mine. My father's name was Carmine. There you go. My father never, because of health, never made it to a Carmine's before he passed away in 2013. 2012, Father's Day. I knew he was starting to d- decline and, and it might be inching towards the end. So I called up Carmine's uh, and um, I didn't know anybody there. And I just explained the story. I said, dad's name is Carmine. He can't get up. He lives in Florida, but can't get up because of health. Da, 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 da. I said, it would really mean a lot. I said, what, what can I do? Is there anything I can do? These people, Carmine's, sent Without even knowing who I, you know, I, I mean, obviously I told them who I was, but they didn't know me. They sent a, a gift package with um, wine glasses, a big old Carmine's cookbook, a Carmine's hat, two $50 gift cards, um, all sorts of recipes and something else. I forget what it was. And got it to him in from the time that I requested it, Pete, like, a day and a half. Could not have been nicer. Could not have been nicer. And the the wrap of the story is my father never was, again, able to make it up before he passed away. So we took, uh, and not to make it weird, but we took the hat that they sent him that said Carmine's on it, and we put it with him. So it's, you know, like it, more symbolic you know, mm-hmm. the nature just uh, could not have been nicer. Could not have been nicer. So, um, you know, we want to send a, always a shout out to them. That's a great place to eat in Penn Quarter, by the way, uh, if you want to go out there. Let's go down here and check out our guy, Paulie. Paulie, what's up, buddy? Hell to the W. Always. What up, Paulie? Kern P, how you doing, man? Rufio. Paulie? Right, Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> hey, look, man. You know, out of respect to your father, I'm not even going to get on you about all that filibustering you just did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank shout you. Out, shout, out father, shout out Father Russell. Absolutely. You I know? appreciate it. But, um, hey, look, man, you, you, you hit it on the head. Pause. Cousin Pete with the uh, 
Scott Turner passing running game thing. We asked him to run more, and he did run more. But when he should have ran, he still wanted to throw the ball. And, and the problem with, like you're saying, it should have opened up the passing game a little bit more is you would think it would open up play action, but his, his running game and his play action um, um, play action plays don't match. It's it, like the Jay Gruden thing. If you're going to run effectively from underneath center a power run game and, and pick up 10, 15 yards on two consecutive plays, and then you're getting a shotgun and you try to play, play action off a shotgun, that's not matching the running game. And he was doing a lot of that on, on last Sunday. So you, you're kind of nullifying your play action if you're, not, if you're using different formations from your pass to your run. You know what I mean? I mean, how about come up with how about come up with the same formation that you just gashed the defense for and play action off of that instead of jumping right to the shotgun to pass the ball? Paulie, let me filibuster something just, but uh, to agree yeah. with you, I was talking to talking to someone who knows things. A uh, week and a half ago, they said, you know, with the play action and whatever, part of the problem under Scott Turner has been. Not that they don't run the ball enough, per se, to make the play action better. It's that they don't, like Kyle Shanahan is really good at this, they don't marry and mesh the principles of the run to the pass and to the play action so and that... That's exactly what I'm right, saying. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's I, 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 I wanted to back you up because, you know, and you're I right. I appreciate that. And that's, and that's somebody up, who knows. <laughs> That's somebody who knows. Let's just put it that way. You're talking to somebody who knows, man. No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, that's somebody inside, you know, inside, inside, you know? Okay. Hey, okay. Hey, but let me say this, though. The the, uh, the inserting of uh, Cornelius Lucas is going to help a lot. Say what you want to say about Cosby and his pro football focus rating and all that. That man was struggling. Lucas is a solid player. And, and also with teaming up with Sadiq Charles, you know, on, on that right side, I think you're going to see uh, a little better line play this week. I think Andrew Norwell, throughout all the faults, last week, it looked like he started to settle down a little bit. And, and my man, um, excuse me, my man, uh, what's on the, on the left side, Charles, what's his last name? Lately, Charles Leno. Leno. Charles Leno, yeah. Charles Leno, yeah, Leno, Leno. I think Leno has kind of been the steady force on that line. You know what I mean? So, you know, hopefully, we, uh, I don't know who they're going to throw in there at center this week, you know, Nick Martin or whoever. But, you know, the, the key is going to be is it, the marriage of Scott Turner and that offensive line. You I know, think they, it's going to be Nick Martin still this week. Tyler Larson probably a week away. Probably a week away. Yeah, but far, as far as the running backs, man, I run all four of them guys, man. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't just brush Robinson back. I'd give him spot yeah. carries here and there, see how he's feeling. You know what I mean? But most definitely starting out with uh, RB1 Gibson, you know, mixing in with uh, Williams and, and, and my man J.D. McKissick. So if I was them, everything is going to play off this run. They're going to have to uh, cut down the game. That's, that's the only way they can win these games is, is to cut down the game, and that's by running the ball. You know, because I'm going to tell you what, they're going up against Tennessee and King Henry. You know, come the third or fourth quarter, if that defense has been out there, Early in the first, second quarters, and early in the third quarter, he's gonna wear them down. That's just the type of back he is. So, man, hey, appreciate y'all taking my call. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate you, pal. Travel to seven five seven very well, there, my friend. You know what the part of the problem with all this talk of run, 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 run? Oh, they did it last week. See, you got to do it again. You got to, you know, 
Uh, you may not have the same. Le- oh, uh, I, for- I forgot to drop Paulie there. Sorry about that. Um, we'll get to Dr. Sabah in a sec. The Titans, remember how poor the Cowboys were at stopping the run against the Giants? They were playing on short week. Uh, the Titans are not. The Titans are allowing 84.6 yards per game. That's 30.6 yards per game below the NFL average allowed, which is 115.2. 84.6, 3.91 yards per play. So here's here's what I want to say. I'm going to send it, I'm going to throw out my reel here to the bearded boys on the other side of the aisle. My mm-hmm. guys, Grant and Danny. Boys, you're not going to rip off five yards per run on Sunday. You're not going to have the same success. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you turn Carson Wentz into Joe Montana or Tom Brady when you can't run and you ask him to throw 50 times a game because you're begging for disaster with Jeffrey Simmons on the other side. And they might catch a break because Bud Dupree is banged up too. Mm-hmm. He might not play, and they're already without Harold Landry. That does not mean just because you don't get, just because you get two yards or three yards on a handful of carries that you abandon the run. The other thing, too, in this game, Brian Mitchell and I were having this discussion in the hallway yesterday. You're going to find out some guys on defense, guys that are going to be making, are guys going to be making business decisions, or are they going to go run up there and tackle Derrick Henry? Because you got to tackle Derrick Henry. If you don't, you're going to lose. It's, it's a real simple deal when you play Tennessee. You know what's hard about Derrick Henry, though? People think of him as just the, and, and you're absolutely right. He's a mammoth man with great agility, but people think he's just downhill. Derrick Henry. He's got turn, some wiggle. He can turn the corner. Yeah. And they're starting to use him a little bit out of the backfield as a receiver. So which their best, is a, he's their only offensive right. weapon. So it's not just about, hey, let's load up the box and everybody just gang tackle him, mm-hmm. you know, in a compressed space, in a phone booth. Because Derrick Henry will turn the corner and and he'll make a jump cut and he'll run outside zone on you and it's over. Let's go to line two. Jeff's been on hold for a while. What's up, Jeff? Hey, not so much on hold, just dodging the phone gremlins. That's all. So, <laughs> Jeff, uh, where are you today? In London? Chris, Scotland? Chris, I, I am back in Vienna today, oh, Chris. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> so, my, I'm, you know I, I'm just teasing you with that. I'm not. Oh, maybe, no, no, no. Like, I, I, I find it fascinating uh, that you're, you know, all the. Where you know what was that old video game? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Jeff and Vienna? <laughs> that uh, well, my old man back is telling me that repeated travel may not be the uh, best thing in the world. But just Baltimore this weekend, then New Orleans next weekend, oh, and that's I'll be taken. That's all. Just so, Baltimore and then yeah. New Orleans, and exactly. Yeah. Uh, one thing on the Terps before the Commanders. Um, this game Saturday has all the historical setup. Of playing a team from the other division we should probably beat, but we don't. We have a history of Northwestern, Illinois, you name it. The teams from the other division come in here on games that we feel like we should win, and we don't do it. So um, hopefully not the case on Saturday. And I, I, I worry about this game because Pete's talked about Aiden O'Connell a lot. Um, you know, that coach is very aggressive. They've got a good offensive scheme, right? I mean, this is a team that can run it. Uh, when I say run it, I mean run, you know, run up, not run up the score, but but get get the points up. And if Maryland is kind of like, 
man, we beat Michigan State. We hung in there against Michigan. Time to take a little break. Eh, this is this is the right, Pete. This is the wrong team to do it against. Yeah, I mean, yeah they I mean, could they could uh, score yeah. thirty. But, but easily. you know what though, Jeff? Jeff, the the yeah, they haven't been competitive with Michigan. And wouldn't have beaten Michigan State in the past either. No, that's true. So I think it it, no, it's, I, it, it speaks it, volumes to the progress that Mike and the program have made. But as I said, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, they've had a four-team fortress around the, the Big Ten East for years now. Those four programs, okay, they've been like the four horsemen of the Big Ten East. Well, Maryland is clearly – showing signs of ready to invade that more success against Penn state over the last couple of years than they've had in the past. They beat Michigan state. They certainly gave Michigan a hell of a fight up in Ann Arbor uh, a couple of weeks ago. This is by far the most equipped Maryland team for this level of competition they've had. And you're starting to see some of the, the fruits of that labor. The obvious next step for the program is to do this. Like you're saying, Beat Purdue after getting a big win against Michigan State. But as Chris asked Coach Loxley, the fact that they they bounced back from losing to Michigan, because that's a game that can beat you twice, and they didn't let that happen. That's another sign of tremendous progress by the Maryland program. Yeah, I'm 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 hopeful, definitely. And uh Chris, on the commanders, even though we've reached a level of toxicity never seen with any other pro sports team. Is there any concern about the devil you know versus the devil you don't? In terms of Snipe, what what worst case scenario? He has to sell the team and he sells it to his wife or his son. Um listen, I I've always thought that if there was if there was somehow, some way, a way that they could convince Dan to step aside, sell, whatever, that the wackadoo resolution would be to sell to T you, you like to relinquish all control the entire how you know put it all in her name and everybody would go see 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 we got Dan Steiner out and you know that and would do nothing that's not going to help the fan no, base at all no look I don't know Tanya very well she does a lot of nice things for charity uh, the breast cancer uh, awareness thing I mean she has driven that vehicle uh, kudos to her I worry honestly about someone that has lived in the insulated bubble that she has lived in for as long as she has lived in it with the gold spoon uh, if that ever happens, and that's why I was never convinced that just by adding T to the you know to the the public ownership structure a year ago that that was going to solve anything because it has it solved absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean it's you know there I don't see any Lewis Hamilton and Broncos ownership rescue group coming you know but who knows you you never know what's going to happen so. Um, uh, the only thing we know is he's not going to go without force. Absolutely. No, no doubt. doubt about it. Jeff, appreciate Thank you, it. Jeff. 301-230-0980. We'll get to Sabah. We'll get to the Nats and Caps next. Also about 20 minutes away from Dum Dum of the Day right here on the Team 980. It's streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Burgundy and Gold today is a half hour away. Keep it locked in right here on the Team 980. Back to the phones we go. 301-230-0980. The good doctor's on the line. Dr. Sabah. As soon as Chris pushes the button, he will bring you aboard. Go ahead, Doc. Uh-oh. Button push. Hey, you know what? You know that, uh, forget this, the guy from Vienna that's always somewhere. Where is uh, Jeff, Jeff in Vienna. Jeff. Well, I was thinking the same thing when I was watching the game last weekend. Where was Wentz? Boy, they were trying to hide him. They were hiding him a lot. They were and, hiding him. Uh, I don't know if y'all noticed that. They were hiding him. I didn't say the <laughs> H word, did I? I don't, 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 don't rope a dope me into it because I get people upset when I say that word. Uh, I know. It uh, hits a sore spot for people. But, <laughs> but I have a legit question. Go ahead. I have a legit question. So. Uh, I keep hearing about how bad the offensive line is. And, again, last year we were on five centers. Um, Cosme played nine games total. And I never heard anything about the offensive line then. Then Dotson might be out. And, oh, my God, a weapon. Well, last year we, you know, towards the half the year. We- oh, no. The doc got hit by the 15-minute the clock. phone gremlins. Uh, I mean, Dr. Sabak. Um, Maddie, uh, Dr. Sabah just got knocked off there. So if she's calling back, let's get her, uh, let's give her a chance to uh, finish up here. 
uh, because we certainly don't want to be viewed as uh, bad guys. Um, all right, she's back. Okay, let's uh, let's get her. By the monster well, there. Uh, yeah, I got hit you, by the monster. You, you got hit by the so phone monster. where was monster. I? Um, I was you, on the Jahan Dotson being out. Yeah, yes. Jahan Dotson being out, not wanting okay. to mention the H word. Right, yeah. Okay, so now Dotson's out, so now that's another excuse. And now we go from... Um, um, uh, the uh, I was listening to Cooley's film breakdown on uh, Kevin's podcast and he talked about how great job uh, that we do at run blocking and how the tight end is actually doing quite well at run blocking. But for some reason, um, we're, we suck at pass blocking. And then um, the wide receivers, we have all these weapons, no excuses. And now I'm hearing the, the PFF grades. Well, they don't create separation. So it's amazing that we got one upgrade on our team, a $28 million upgrade. Now all of a sudden, the line stinks. The tight ends can't block on pass plays. Um, the wide receivers can't get open. And, and of course, our um, offensive coordinator is no good. I never was a big fan of his anyway, but, you know, he's no good. And it's not fair to the rest of the team because I think the defense has been playing well. I gave them a B the last two uh, games. They've kept us in the game. And uh, uh, Sly made a field goal. That's unusual. You know, we actually made a field goal. And um, – <laughs> Everybody, I think, is playing well, except one guy. Sabah, let me ask so you a question. question. Let me let yes. me let me let me ask you this question. Let me turn it around on you and ask yes, you this sir. way: What if they yes. went to the other H word instead? Uh-huh. Where would you be on your Carolina guy if they if they chose to go in that direction? Well, it may hurt his development. However, from what I've seen, I'll take Garrett Gilbert. He would be a better option. I've been looking at all these games, and I don't know if y'all watch the, other, the rest of the league too, but I'm trying to think of one quarterback that has played worse than ours. I haven't looked at Fields. I must say I have not seen him. I know he's pretty bad. But all these other quarterbacks, I mean, Cooper Rush outclassed Wentz. Ma- Mariota, hey, their- Sabah, mm-hmm. I would say Mariota, yeah. Tannehill have had their struggles mm-hmm. early in the season without question. I mean, Mariota's 7 of 19 last week, so – but you know, they don't and, look in it. But I mean, ironically, they won. That's the thing. They won the daggone well, game. Because they make a play when it matters. He won't do anything. Because they He's put it in my Tyler mean, Algiers' belly. Yeah, but here's my question to y'all. When is it going to be where the locker room is going to turn? Because it's not fair to Terry, and it's not fair to the defense, and to Jahan, and Samuels, and, and Rob and all these guys. It's not fair to them, and Logan Thomas to sacrifice the season just to see if this guy can make one good pass here and there? It's a great so point. The over. So that's a great point. No, no, no doubt. Appreciate the call. There's no doubt that Thank the that, there's dark. no doubt that at some point the locker room does see the the inadequacies. If they stay if 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 there's no progress, at some point those guys do go to Scott Turner right. and Ken Zambezi and their position coach and say, hey, this this is this is not Sustainable. We but can't football play this way. players are built a little bit differently than fans. They are, and then media. But right? they also they, are they also want to play. They also want to play. Sure. You sure. know, they want to be successful. Right. But they are more patient than we are. Um, you know, there's no. But I don't think. I, I don't know. I don't think anybody in that locker room, privately and certainly not publicly, is thinking they should pull the plug on Carson Wentz right now. Now, there are some troubling, troubling concerns. I mean, there are some really weird, you know, big concerns. I don't think anybody's like, oh, my God, this guy sucks. No chance. Mm-hmm. Got to get rid of him. Uh, it's awful. Uh, you know, get me the cookie monster. Uh, Santa Claus at quarterback, and it would be better. Baseball playoffs get underway tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Astros, Dodgers, Yankees, likely your favorites. Astros, Dodgers have the best pitching so far over the course of the entire season. Doesn't always work out that way, but those would be the favorites going in. Nationals uh, put things to bed. Look, if there's anything that they came out of this season with, they have a catcher of the future, they have their shortstop of the future, Mm -hmm. and they discovered a hitter. Other than that, you know, 20 this offseason for Mike Rizzo, as he explained to the junkies, as he explained to the media in about a 20 or 25 minute meeting with them, very candid the other day, saying they're, they're, they're not really, they don't really know. They can't say for certain that Steven Strasburg mm-hmm. is going to be part of the 2023 plan. They just don't know. They, they can't make an accurate determination on that right now. So, you know, the, the bigger, the, uh, and the even bigger thing is, was one of the last keys that he talked about was just simply waiting on direction from ownership. Who that is, what their parameters are, and what he has to work with here uh, in the offseason. Because until they decide what that is, Mike Mike may not have many parameters uh, to do a lot of business this offseason. We right. just don't know. That's the right. huge unknown going into this offseason right now for this team. Here's Here's what I feel, not what I know. What I feel is Mike Rizzo is not going to be given the green light to spend much of anything this offseason. Is that with if current ownership stays or they actually consummate a sale? Until the sale goes through officially, which, again, I think we'd both agree is probably not likely until December at the minimum. Yeah. I think Mike Rizzo is not is going to be hamstrung. Now, to spend no money, I can't say that. Just – I. Mean, like anybody that thinks they're going to go out and hit the free agent market and and hit it strong, that's not happening. I wish this I, show I, had a visual medium, man, because Chris made an uh, an analogy using the hamstring and he scra- he grabbed his wrist, <laughs> he snatched his wrist like a cop snatches well, a bad guy's but, but wrist. But I'm just you know like Chris Russell and Pete Mills. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it, yeah, that's cuff okay. you and stuff but, you. But I, I mean, you get my point. Is you hamstrung? You're right. Your hamstring is down here. But you're handcuffed, right? Mm-hmm. I, you get the point. My, I guess my overall sense is, again, this is not what I know, but this is what I very much feel. Mike Rizzo is not going to be able to spend a lot of money. Uh, now, the new ownership, once that goes, again, there's a difference between, hey, we're, we've, intention, we've announced an intention to sell to fill in the blank, Ted Leonsis and Monumental, and... That move becoming official. And to your point yesterday, yes, obviously there's vetting going on, pre-vetting, but things still do happen and things still do break apart. I've seen it. I've covered it. I've been a part of it. uh, I've seen it as a fan, what have you. So until the new ownership is not only agreed upon, but finalized, it is not done. And I don't believe that Mike Rizzo will be able to go out and spend – you know, uh, whatever their payroll is now, uh, what is their payroll? Like $80 million or something like that, somewhere in that range. I don't think you're ever, I don't think you're going to see, you know, a $200 million payroll or anything like that. Now, that being said, it's got to be more than 80 million because Strasburg counts 35 and Corbin counts 25. Um, but, but now here's, here's where I'm going with this, Pete. Um, they are going, like, 
the money that they are not going to spend in free agency, at least until the new ownership, and again, even that's going to be questioned. Maybe they can get, you know, some late additions and bargains and, and, and as guys, you know, kind of dangle out there. I think what they're going to do is, and what we're looking at, is an entire offseason of saying, okay, forget about Strasburg. If Mackenzie Gore can be healthy, if Carter Keboom can be healthy, if Cade Cavalli can be healthy, if... um. That's a lot of ifs. That's my point. If like, Joe Ross comes back Joe from yet Ross another comes back. Tommy John. Exactly. I mean, there's so many things right? that uh, go into it. By the way, payroll, total payroll commitments this year, $140 million, Okay, yeah. I, I knew I was 000. wrong when I said $80 million. I'm sorry about that. But but you get my point, mm-hmm. right? You know how much of that is on the injured list? $40,679,307. Yeah. I mean, they are going to be able to add – you know, maybe a small, small guy somewhere, you know, a fourth outfielder or a fifth starting pitcher or somebody or a bullpen arm, you know, that's looking to play at home and maybe is 36 years old and wants a one-year $1.5 million deal. You know, they'll be able to add somebody like that. But if anybody thinks that they're going to be able to go out and really surge and splash. No, that's not happening. Maybe once the new ownership, but I even that, I don't know if that's happening. So this is going to be about, hey, like on paper and in the system now, you have a lot of this talent that you haven't had the last five to seven years because of trade, because of whatever. But we don't know what the hell it's going to be. We have no idea, and I don't know how they know because a lot of it is based on, A, health before it even becomes based on actual development and production, i.e. Carter Keboom, right? Keboom was already struggling to produce offensively and defensively before the season-long shutdown. And Mike indicated he would get a chance to compete for the third-base job. Give me Vargas over Keboom unless Keboom shows me something. Completely different. No, no TJ Oshie caps practice today. Upper body injury occurred last night in the exhibition win over Detroit. Ovi with a goal. Darcy Kempner goes route from Washington. They win it by a count of four to two. Already missing Backstrom, already missing Wilson. Yep. And now TJ Oshie with an upper body issue. Not necessarily the news you want as you're less than a week away now from your regular season opener. Yeah, we don't know the severity. I mean, just because he's not practicing today, just because he did not return last night, uh, I didn't get a chance to see it. I don't know if you did, but, I mean, anytime, obviously, something like that happens to one of your key veterans who has had a bunch of injury issues over the last two years, quite honestly, you know, not great sign, not not the best news. And like you said, coupled with Backstrom and Wilson – all you ha- like what you just have to hope for is that it's not a broken collarbone or uh, you know uh, something you know a broken arm or or, or, or something and, and unfortunately we just don't know uh, at this point so just hold your breath. Uh, Wilson, I think will be back right around mid December is what they're saying. I don't think you're going to see Nikki if at all in the regular season. Maybe you would see him in late March somewhere in that range. No matter what he told the media last week. I'd be very surprised if you see him before mid to late March, and I would be willing to bet salary cap part of this 
that you don't see Nicholas Backstrom until the playoffs, uh, assuming that there is one. Yeah, I mean, that, that hey, well, hey, yeah, assuming that there is one. But, I mean, look, Darcy Kempner, a lot of pressure on the veteran netminder yeah. here. I yeah. mean, they go to the, they put the pretty much their eggs in his yeah. basket here, yeah. uh, making the move uh, that they did. He's the savior. Solid effort last yeah. night uh, for Washington. But, again, it's Detroit. Right. But, you know, I mean, again, you get into what they're going to face in, yeah. the, in the East. It's going to be a lot of good teams. A lot of good, you know, a lot of tough nights, and we'll see if he can, uh, you know, over the course of a full season, mm-hmm. uh, hold up for them. Because uh, let's face it, that that is a position that at one point used to be amazing strength for this organization, and now the fact that they're reaching out to get somebody else kind of tells you how far they've kind of fallen in terms uh, of that development. And you know, again, not that not that the last two weren't talented. But consistency eluded both of them. So, Kemper, Kemper's got a lot more consistency. And, and they think they're better at backup goaltender with Lindgren. Right. Even though he doesn't have a ton of NFL. Uh, a ton of NHL. A ton of NHL experience. Yep. Neither did the other two. You know, so, I mean. But better to have that as your yeah. backup play, playing sure. 10 to 15 games a sure. year. Well, he's uh, got to play more than that, I think. 20. Yeah. Yeah. 25. I mean, ideally, I would I would think 20 to 25. So you keep Kempner. Stress. All depends on how many back-to-backs Kemp, you have. Kemper, Kemper, yeah, Kemper. Kemper. All depends. Kemper. All depends. All depends on how many back-to-backs you yeah. have during the course of the season as well. That'll play uh, a big part in that as well. Coming up, the dumb dumb of the day. After Russell tells us what's trending. All right, we're brought to you by All Elite Wrestling AEW in town last night and, of course, this Friday night. Tomorrow night at the Entertainment and Sports Arena, their last show of 2022. For tickets, go to AEWTIX.com. Also, you could check out our interviews from earlier this week with Sanjay Dutt and, uh, um, hello, blanking, um, Nyla Rose. There you go. Nyla Rose at the team980.com. Russell and Medhurst in the podcast section. Easily identifiable. Let's start with free agent safety Landon Collins, a free agent no more. He's reportedly agreed to sign with the New York Giants, his former, former team. And according to Josina Anderson, heading to London to be around his new team. Not expected, of course, to play uh, this week. Commander's about to hit the practice field. Bunch of guys missing practice yesterday. Curtis Samuel included in that with an illness. We'll see if he's back out there, of course. Jahan Dotson also on the radar and will Brian Robinson be able to practice a second day in a row answers on that all coming up and Corey Kispert's going to miss approximately four to six weeks the Wizards announced due to a sprained left ankle and that's what's trending after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final segment of the show. Doc and Scott coming up with Burgundy and Gold today. Should be a spirited three hours, as always, with those two gentlemen. I don't know what it is. And women's soccer has been in the news this week, and not for the incredible play of the athletes. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the coaches and all of the wackiness that has seemingly ensued for these people off of the field. I hope that one day it stops mm-hmm. and all we're doing is talking about mm-hmm. the people on the field. But for right now, we have a dumb dumb of the day. It's time for dumb dumb of the day on Russell and Medhurst. Yes, indeed, Mr. Medhurst. No, this is not the NWSL or anything to do with the Washington Spirit. There was enough of that on ESPN earlier this week, hour and a half special for E60. Yeesh. Um, this. Dateline, University of Texas Permian, which I've never heard of that branch. That's University of Texas Permian Basin. Permian to you, my Basin, friend. you're right. You so you know something about that, obviously. I, yes, where I is heard Permian of them. Basin? Uh, Not in Austin, I know that. No, it's uh, it's, it's in, somewhere. It's in Permian Basin. Okay. A woman soccer coach <clears throat> has been suspended after, well, she got arrested and busted as a 28-year-old for a DUI on September the 11th following a traffic traffic stop where officers said she slurred her speech, was unsteady on her feet uh, while performing sobriety tests. So you think, oh, that's not anything necessarily that absurd, right? And, And certainly it's wrong behavior, not good. Well, apparently after her arrest, members of her soccer team sent a letter about Carla Tejas, the 28-year-old who got arrested, to the university, NCAA, and Lone Star Conference officials. And they were worried that they would sweep her arrest under the rug. What they detailed in this particular letter was that the head coach committed multiple NCAA and school infractions and was contributing to the mental distress and self-harm of the students. So what she's accused of is kissing several of her players and then asking them to spend their own money to bail her out of jail. Help me! And if, listen, I'm all about Everybody knows I'm all about being sympathetic towards someone's tough cause, right? But here's the deal. Whatever happened here, if you get arrested for DUI, pay your own way, figure it out. But please, 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 please don't ask players, female players that apparently you have kissed, allegedly. And tried to make sexual advances towards that had not gone public. Please do not set them up and ask them to bail you out and then expect leniency and forgiveness when they go, "Uh, yeah, see, here's the problem. She 
he's not exactly operating like a head coach. I don't know anything about anything, but head coaches shouldn't be kissing players. Nope. Nor should they be drinking, driving, and then asking their players who they've swapped, spit with, who she's played tonsil hockey with, allegedly, (laughs) to bail her out. So for that, Miss 28-year-old, what the hell's her name again? Maria Tejas, Carla Tejas, you, you are special. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. The Permian Basin, by the way, Odessa, Texas, Ah, for those of you keeping track at home. Um, Radio legend Bernard McGurk, Mm. a longtime part of the Don Imus program uh, in New York is where you probably remember him the most uh, passing away. And, um, you know, I I think any of us, you and I both obviously, you know, heard a ton of Imus in the morning uh, in in our life in the industry. Uh, You know, Bernie was a loyal soldier. Uh, to the Don Imus program and to Don Imus and was uh, a really important part of that show and at times very funny yeah. part of um, that show. So our condolences go out to uh, uh, the McGurk family and obviously many his many radio extended family absolutely. Uh, as well. So Prostate cancer, 64 years old, uh, was on top of the radio market again with uh, Sid Rosenberg, a, a guy that I know well and have worked with and have known for 20 years. WABC, right? Yeah, WABC yeah. Radio in New York City. But I've you know I've known I've known and worked for Sid for you know 25 years and uh, and 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 Bernard himself when I interned at FAN, you know we would pass each other in the hallway. He wasn't very sociable, but uh, you know. Hi, bye, whatever. Uh, so, obviously, uh, thinking about his family. Doc and Scott, Burgundy and Gold today are next. It's right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 